Good morning, you guys. So, I know a lot of you guys have probably realized that um, last week there wasn't an episode, right? Number one, your girl had to recuperate. I went out last week, right? I went out last week, okay? And this, number one, I don't know what, I don't know what's wrong with you people. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with y'all. But the moment I step out the house, that does not mean keep me out to working hours next day, right? I went out and first off, I wake up early in the morning already. I wake up, mm, sometimes I'll like get up at six or sometimes I'll like fully get up around seven and start moving around. Right, and start brushing my teeth. Maybe I'll go exercise, things of that nature. Right. So I went out, and these people, when I tell you, I didn't get back in my bed until 5.34 in the morning. Then I had to get up at 9 because I was going to have a client come over. I went out, hung out with my family, I hung out with my friend. I didn't get home until midnight the following day, and just... I'm just like, bro. So it took me a whole week to recuperate. Like I, like I, today is 22nd. This was, y'all, this was last Saturday. Last Saturday, I believe. No, it wasn't last Saturday. This was all from the 13th, the 13th, 14th, 15th. Yeah, you guys, and I'm just now recuperating. Y'all be trying to keep me out when I step out the house. This is this is <laughs> this is why I tell people, uh, I'm not leaving my house past 7 p.m. Like y'all gotta catch me another day. And that also reminds me to take my car at all times, you know, because again, y'all be trying to do y'all doing the most. But anyways, today's episode is familiar faces right not just with people but places and things okay so I am a firm believer especially because I see it quite often at least I recognize it okay that you come across the same situations multiple times you also come across the same people or similar people all the time Right. Everyone's always talking about, oh, well, if I had a reset button and you get those chances often, you always get those second chances. You get those third chances. You get those four. You are basically on that hamster wheel until you apply those things that you know you're supposed to apply. Right. And that can come from not repeating these habits of pettiness of you know always having to get revenge so on and so forth right or maybe how you do those things you know um but yeah and I I feel as if if you get the whole enchilada so for example there's this person right who maybe you don't have you know great relationship with or do you know there's something there and you avoid that person right okay the universe is going to give you that same person broken up into different people right 
to where you are going to have to address those things, right? Make it more digestible for you. Okay. For example, I will, um, my mom, right? I see my mom in a lot of people that I've come across, right? Now, I love my mother. Yes. Do I get, first off, I get easily frustrated and upset and just just a lot of things, honestly, I wouldn't say bother me, but a lot of things that I'm just like, look, now I don't have the time for this, right? I'm like that with a lot of people, you know, but that's mainly because, you know, I'll have people that sound very monotoned and things like that. Like, I'm very nonchalant, I'm very relaxed, I'm very strict, you know, things like that, which I'm not, you know, but... I do like to handle business and get that done out of the way first before doing anything else, which I am working on, okay? But I see a lot of the characteristics, a lot of the traits that my mom has in many different people, right? Number one, that has shown me how to communicate with other people. You know, it has shown me how to approach people. It shows me how to care for people because, again, everyone is different. So everyone is going to get something different like plants. And this is I truly I truly view people like plants. It's 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 easy. It's easier when you do that. It's more it's easier to explain to people. I don't know why, because a lot of people, you know, are plant parents now. There are some plants that you water every day. There's some plants that you water weekly. There's some plants that you don't have to really water at all. There's some plants you can just spray it on the petals and go about your day, right? You can't care for all plants the same. Some plants need direct sunlight. Some plants do not, right? Some plants can, you know, it's just a whole list of things, right? But then you also start to notice that Certain plants have multiple species, right? There, it's it's broken down like how many different avocados there are. It's an avocado, but there's different avocados, right? <laughs> the different lilies, there's different lilies, right? It's different species of lavender, different species of sage, you know, different species of chamomile. Okay, so many different things. It's the same. But they're different. And that's how it is with people as well. Yes, these people are different, but they are very much the same, right? And so I and I noticed that, you know, heavily last week, right? Um, when I finally decided to come out of the house because being around being around a large group of people, it I I get very tired spiritually and physically. I get very tired. To where I'm just like, all right, you guys, I gotta go. I gotta go home. I need to get some rest. I need to go sit in sit in some water and things like that. So the first day where it really hit me is I was having a conversation with a client and the way she was speaking, you know, her excitement, you know, and then also the facial expressions. It was like I was seeing her face morph into my mother's face. And I'm sitting there looking and I'm just like, I know I'm not tripping. And as she continues talking, I notice it more and more. And I'm just like, wow, 
I I already know how to how to speak with her. I already know how to do certain things with her because she is reminding me very much of my mother. Right? It's not it's not a bad thing. Okay, so please you guys do not try to get your panties in a bunch. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Okay. The second one was a gentleman that I met that that night I went out and days later I started to to see something completely different right which explains because he he told me he was bipolar my mom's bipolar okay so the day I met him he was in a manic state and the day that we you know hung out for a bit you know he was a completely different person okay from there I realized okay I have to speak to him in a completely different manner there's a different way I need to approach him right because there's the there's the mania state and then there's the depression state right so the day I met him highly highly in that mania state right that manic state but then when we hung out it was that depression state and I'm just like yo I already know number one how to approach this whole situation because number one I've experienced this with my mother and that's the and that's the beautiful thing is that number one these people in your life everybody you learn something from them right because again you'll start seeing them in a lot of different people right so I see my mother in a lot of people right my mom is bipolar right which seeing that and being around that that has taught me again a lot of things right and and this is why I tell people like everybody has a purpose in your life they're preparing you for other people to come in your life right if you choose to to you know be around right they're preparing you for other people okay and so this is one of the things that I was prepared for right because since I understand it now I know how to go about it right especially well for people who have people in their lives who bipolar you can understand what I'm saying right you it you can't sit here and necessarily get upset and irritated when a person goes from a manic state to a depression state right you can't sit here and it's a list of things that you should not do you know that can really make matters worse okay but I, I recognize that with him and that also put me in a place of remembering not to be that person that quote unquote can fix people, right? Because he also reminded me of my ex, right? And that was one of the things that was in my relationships. The, oh, the the wanting to be the savior, the wanting to be captain safe, you know, oh, I'm going to help you. Oh, I'm going to do this. Don't worry. We're going to work on this together. We're going to get through this together. No, sweetheart. You learned that lesson way too many times. You Do you really want to learn that again? Do you really want to go through that again? 
right? And it's like, no, okay. Um, and then there's another person that I realized that, well, I finally put two and two together because this person reminds me of my mother, but not towards me. It's more so me watching them from the outside and seeing, you know, how they disappear and then they show back up. Like when they, you know, need something or want to feel safe or, or lists of things, right? They'll come back and then they'll disappear again and then they'll come back and then they'll disappear again and then they come back. Right. So I started to really, really see that right and my mom you know very lovely woman she has really taught me you know boundaries and she doesn't well number one she's taught me boundaries because when we talk about it as far as dating but my mom is the first person where I was able to set boundaries because my mom was really big on what do you want what do you like this and the third you know and so she made me not afraid to set those boundaries with people you know and I'm not gonna lie I have forgotten those things before you know setting boundaries of people trying to be the people pleaser you know but when I sit here and think about it I'm like yeah my mom was my mom was taught me how to set boundaries with people and to, and to stand on that. Right. You know, and I, and again, when I tell people, you know, my mom doesn't do this, my mom doesn't do that. You know, if I'm able to have these conversations with my mama, I can have these conversations with you. Right. And people will try to argue with me about it. I'm just like, my mama don't even yell at me. You know, these things are so I'm like, my mom, like I got to learn how to set boundaries and stand on that with my mom right so familiar faces right it's also the same thing when it comes to situations right I would get myself in situations in the past to where I would have to dig myself out of and it's like all of those things can be avoided because you've been through this before it's just in a different packaging right we all know how to unwrap presents right no matter what the wrapping looks like, right? No matter where the bow is placed, we still know how to unwrap presents, correct? So it's the same thing with situations. We know how to get ourselves out of situations no matter what the environment looks like, right? Familiar faces. Once you recognize these things and truly acknowledge it, you know, there can be so many changes. Now, I, I was flipping through my, my tiny Buddha book and that's what it's called. It's called Tiny Buddha, Simple Wisdoms for Life's Hard Questions. And I've had this book for years and I probably only read a little bit of it. And I flipped to a page, you know, let's, let's do a little bit of bibliomancy. So we are on relationships with mirrors. So that's why this is why relationships are hard. Number one, relationships are hard because they can mirror the unresolved within and confront parts of you which you could otherwise be avoiding right and yeah I I can see that but the reason why I don't fully agree 
is because people love to use that as like the end all be all for why you don't want to deal with something right the unresolved within you know like for example I you know people used to always talk about the way I would dress like how I was very conservative with how I dress like I'm covered up I don't like showing skin you know like I really it's a lot of things like I like I don't I didn't like a lot of things right and so people would always tell me oh well you know you need to heal your feminine you need to heal from that sexual trauma and and things like that and it's just kind of like number one that's that's not the the reason for that it's it's really just because I prefer to be covered up more like I enjoy being covered more so it was from a fashion sense you know you only show one part of your body at a time you don't show everything because if you show a lot it looks tacky it was more so from a fashion sense and then also I was really really big as a kid on the pinup area the pinup area the pinup air you know so it's like yeah I understand I have some trauma that I fully need to heal from but that's not the reason why I do what I do you know I do these things because I truly enjoy and I truly like it and I've healed you know from my trauma in regards to my appearance right another thing is in in relationships you come face to face with yourself and I mean yeah yes and no you know yes yes and no um, and I, and I say that because me, I, first off, I'm not a confrontational person at all. I do not, I do not like confrontation. Okay. I, I intentionally make sure to be mindful of what I say and how I say it in conversations with people. To avoid confrontation. I do not like confrontation. So for me to come across someone that is very confrontational. That likes to yell and likes to argue. That is that is not. No. I'm not coming face to face with myself. Right? Yeah. So it, it's just. It's just a lot of things. Now. Here's one. Relationships are hard because they never live up to our. Unrealistic ideals. And because they expose our insecurities. I mean, that may apply to some people, you know, but I mean, the ideas, the unrealistic ideals, I mean, sure, but that's also why do we have these unrealistic ideals is because of society is because of programming, you know, is because, you know, like, are we living up to the Joneses? And, and that's something that I had a conversation with about this guy because he he brought up working out he brought up working out and um and I was more so like oh yeah cool like I me I don't really work out like that oh well why because I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses you know my I I had to I had to truly accept you know because we look at these girls 
and you know these men and we want we want their body we want like oh my gosh I love how like I love her figure I'm gonna work out I'm gonna work out so much so that I can look like her and to me it was very unhealthy which is why I end up having to step away from working out so heavy because I was trying to keep up with the Joneses I was trying to keep up with other people that I could never be like right number one my body figure my body shape is different than hers number two the way I build muscle it is different right it's a it's a whole list of things that number one I cannot change and I have no control over so me trying to beat myself into the ground to look like something I would never look like it had nothing to it had really nothing to do with insecurities it was more so of oh let's keep up with the journey like this is a trend you know yeah I had unrealistic ideas because you know I forgot who I was right but anyways this is a you know this is a a good book you know definitely check it out it's called Buddha Tiny Buddha, Simple Wisdoms for Life's Hard Questions. You know, I guess people was asking about, um, this one is all about meaning. Okay, it's all about life. And so our purpose is to learn and grow. The meaning of life is to evolve and connect, learn and adapt and share it. The meaning of life is to grow and learn from each moment, to feel it. Take a lesson and improve yourself. Now that I do stand behind. Science divine defines living things by growth in response to stimuli. Hence, meaning of life to grow in response to circumstances. Life is a journey that is a learning experience for each soul. The day we stop learning, the day we stop living. Life's about learning that we are always constraints and learning to be happy with, not in spite of them. <clears throat> Through learning, you can become anything. Through growth, you can make sense of anything. You know, so this is this is a good book. And then there's also a second one, Tiny Buddhas, um, Guide to Loving Yourself, 40 Ways to Transform Your Inner Critic and Yourself. Now, have I read this one? No, I have not. No, I have not. But it, it's definitely a good book. Um, you know, people people always will ask me, about the spiritual journey and I'm just like bro like I'm still alive (laughs) like don't please don't ask me about my spiritual journey I am still living aren't I like I'm still here right because everyone goes everyone is on a spiritual journey everyone even people that are religious they're on a spiritual journey as well right so asking me how my spiritual journey is more so asking, oh, well, how is life going? The spiritual journey is, it's a, it's a part of life, whether you want to acknowledge that or not, right? It's something that you will experience and you experience it differently, right? And so people always will ask me for these books, right? These spiritual books. Look, I'm really big on psychology. I'm really big on, on things like that, so... On my spiritual journey, you know, I will read books that, number one, touches on psychology. 
Number two, I would read books that contains different perspectives from different cultures and things like that. Like that is how I approach it. Because if you want a better understanding, you need to get outside the box. Like, yeah, you can live in a glass box and see the world, but you're not truly experiencing. You also need to kind of listen to other people's experiencing and again, share that wisdom, share that knowledge with each other, right? It's like sitting down with the elders in the community, right? They're sharing their experience. They're sharing their life experience. They're sharing all these things that you have not gone through or you may not ever go through, but yet you learn a lesson from there that can be applied, right? That will help you in life, right? So that is how I see a lot of things. So check out those books. It's just Tiny Buddha, okay? Type in Tiny Buddha on Amazon and all these books are going to pop up and yeah, take it and read it. I mean, I have books on books on books on my shelf that is just stacked up. So, so that is, that is that familiar faces, people, places, and things, you know, um, I guess I'll give some more examples and one of them is going to come again from, from an ex, right? My, and, and this is more so cause I, you know, I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of relationship readings and, and things like that for people, right? And I will always tell them, you know, especially because in the cards, it'll, it'll point out, you know, because they always want to know, oh, well, where is this going to go? How will I know? Trust me, there's always signs. You always have your window. Your door of opportunity in everything in life, not just relationships, but in everything in life, you will always have that door, that window of opportunity, right? And so this also comes from your expectations not getting in the way. Like we typically always want something to go a certain way, right? We always want the door to open, right? But that window is is wide open. There's no screen. There's no bars. Nothing. You don't even have to go through people. You just got to climb through the window. Right? And so, with my ex, you know, and a lot of you guys don't know this, but I, you know, wasn't uh, physically and mentally abusive relationship with one of my exes. Right? And so, first off, I saw the signs within the first three months. And I have this three-month rule that I tell a lot of people about. I have, these, I have this three-month rule. And he actually is the reason why I have this three-month rule, right, of seeing how this person's going to be from day one to day 90, right, 
because people do change in that course of time. So the first month of us dating, oh my goodness, it was beautiful. It was walking on sunshine. Like we're walking through fields and not, we weren't literally walking through fields, but I'm just saying like painting a picture. Like we were walking through fields. Oh my goodness, there's a waterfall. Oh my gosh, look at the family of deer crossing the street and da 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 da. You know, it was beautiful. It was fairy tale like. Month two started to started to change a little bit right he would do small things that signaled abuse he was doing small things that signaled abuse and me being me you know I'm like oh I'm gonna you know he's gonna he's gonna change he's gonna put that aside right he he's gonna be different right this is this is something that you know, it'll pass. I just have to tell him no. I just have to set these boundaries and he'll stop, right? By month three, I saw the drug addiction and I saw the drinking problem. And again, I stayed because I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fix him. I'm going to, I'm going to sit there and help him, right? <sighs> it, it got worse. It got way worse. So we were in a relationship for, I think, I think we were in a relationship for over a year a little bit over a year and things like that and it did not change whatsoever none of that changed but with them I started paying attention to my encounters with men right because I'm starting to paying attention to those signs that I ignored that I clearly saw those red flags that I ignored and can still continue on and it just got worse right and so I see that with other men that I've come across, right? The simple, the smallest little thing literally is just, again, speaking from my experience, it's just the little taps to see how far they can go, right? It's it's like, (laughs) I can't believe I'm about to use this um, example. It's like kink play, right? With when it comes to, you know, the flogging and the whips and things like that, right? They test you out. Oh, how does this feel? Right? Okay. You want more? And they keep going and going and going until they get to the point to where like at this point it's like, all right, this is it. This is the level. Right. And so that's what I feel like was happening. Right. Because immediately by month two, he was already, you know, popping me on the mouth and like to get me to stop talking. He didn't like my facial expressions that I make because I like I tell people all the time because people are always like, why do you make that face? And they, they, they laugh at my facial expression. And I sit there and tell them like, yo, look, I don't even realize I'm making these faces sometimes. Like I'm biting my tongue from not speaking. Like I don't even realize I'm making these facial expressions. Like I thought I'm over here, you know, got a poker face. Apparently I don't need to be playing poker, right? And I stayed and it got way worse to the point to where I didn't kick this man through a window. You know, there was a screen that caught him, (laughs) but I kicked it through the window when we were actually physically fighting. I pushed him into the wall to get him off me. Now there's a big hole in the wall. You know, it's just a little, well, matter of fact, I think he pushed me into the wall. You know, it was, it was a lot of things. It was a lot of things that was happening. And again, I don't, I don't, I personally don't blame him 
for for anything, you know. I mean, yes, he does have his play in it. But also I look at that the decision was mine, you know, because I really should have left the day we were fighting on Main Street in public, you know, because he was, I don't know what he was chasing. I think he was chasing me down for, I don't remember what he was chasing me down for, but it was, it was something so stupid and me wanting someone to step in and save me. Right. And I was like, this is first off, you should never, if you have to get to the point to where you need someone to save you, that's yo, you gotta go. Right. And so I recognize that in a lot of men that I come across and I speak about this a lot when it comes because people will always ask me, oh, why are you single? Why are you? Number one, I don't like how men try to control me. I don't like how men try to possess me. You know, it jealousy is cute to a certain extent. <laughs> then it gets to a point to where you're doing the most, right? It's a list of things, right? Familiar faces. So I will, and this is how, and this is one of the main reasons why, like, I I will avoid, you know, continuing dating someone or seeing someone because it's like you already showing characteristics of something that I've already been through. And if you didn't have that in you already, like there's like there's no way you can sit here and tell me like, oh, I'm not like it, but you you carry that. It it let's let's look at it on a more so of a medical sense, right? They will okay for for tumors, right? For tumors and they'll also do tests to see if it's cancerous, right? You got different stages, you know, and they'll sit here and say, Oh, this is this tumor is cancerous, right? That's like we like we know what it looks like. We know what it is. This is what this is. It is carrying, you know, it's carrying that. We need to extract it, right? We need to go ahead and take care of it now before matters get worse. And again, this is how this is how I process a lot of things, right? I will because everything everything is really the same. Everything's the same. It's just remember it's in a different face. Okay. And so that, that's the same thing when it, when it came to dating, this little trait, this little speck right here, I know what that is going to grow into. I know where it's going to lead to. So do I want to sign up for that or do I not? Right. Everyone with, everyone is, you know, think being a psychic is glamorous, right? Cause you get to see something and it's like, Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Until you see something you don't like. Right. And and this is one of the things that I had a conversation with the guy that I hung out with. Right. About about me being psychic. And because he asked me if I if I read him, if I did a reading on him before hanging out with him. No, I did not. For the simple fact that, you know, I was instructed, like, let me stop reading so much into people. Let me live life and experience life. Right. So he tried to tell me, you know, oh, well, what are you saying? He was like, you know, you're scared, you know, to, to see. And I'm just like, no, because if the reading tells me this, 
this is what this is and this is what I have to do, right? Oh, why don't you continue on? Like, why don't you continue to, you know, experience it? Like, why would you stop? Because the reading told me what is going to happen, right? So it's the same thing. Y'all intuition is, is strong as hell. Everyone's into, everyone is intuitive. It's whether you listen to it or not. When you don't listen to it, that is when you are, that's when you notice you're getting yourself into trouble. So when it comes to these people, listen to y'all intuition, right? Especially when it comes to dating. So that, that right there, seeing those little bitty pits, bits and pieces, it's like, I know where the future is going to go. Because this little speck is already a look into my, and I would tell people the first three months, in my opinion, and, and, and again, if you really sit here and look at it and take it for what it is, those first three months is a look into y'all's future. It is a look into what you are going to be getting. And I say that because that, that's like, seriously, in all my relationships, the first three months literally was a look into my relationship. If we were to actually start dating, that was a look into what our life would be like, you know, with him. Yeah, the beginning, it was cool. But then by month two, month three, started with the abuse and the drug addictions and the drinking and, and this and that. And it got way worse down the line, you know, with with. You know, my other ex, you know, the wanting to keep me in the house, not wanting to do a lot of things, just basically me being the mother to my man, like a list of things and stuff that I ignored and, you know, and, you know, and I, and I have no problem getting on myself. I I will get on myself quite often. You know, I tell people all the time, I have no problem getting on myself. So it was a thing of number one desperation and and this is for me right so if this resonates with you cool if it doesn't cool but this is for me like and i personally feel like the reason why i stayed with a lot of these people was out of desperation because i was really big on i wanted to be married and have children by the age of 29 right i wanted my house by 29 right and so I was sacrificing. I wasn't, I wasn't even making compromises anymore at this point. I was sacrificing so much to get those things, right? Which was bad on my part, which is something that I had to realize, right? And again, when those relationships end, oh, cool. Let's, let's see if you stand by your word. Let's go ahead and put you through a situation that is a little bit more intense. It's going to start off really beautiful, but let's see. Let's see, right? Let's see what you truly learn. Let's see if, you, if you're going to stand by those words, right? So it's the same thing in, in every situation. These familiar faces, right? These coming across situations that are very similar, right? It's just seeing if you're going to apply what you've learned or not, right? It It's also, and it's more so for like my tarot readers, Think of it like like the like the devil card, right? The devil card is all about um, it can touch on guilt, it can touch on shame, it will touch on addiction, obsession, 
um, temptation and things like that, right? And you say you want one thing. Oh, okay. Well, what about this, right? Showing you something completely different that is maybe shinier or maybe you can get too quicker, you know, probably like, oh, well, this is a quicker way. Like, come look over here, right? What do you really want? You know, those type of things. So, though, hopefully, you know, you guys are following along with, you know, the episode. Because I do know sometimes I can ramble off. But, you know, I really do appreciate you guys. <laughs> I really, I really do truly appreciate you guys. All right. But, but yeah, familiar faces, people, places, and things, right? And I have a lot of um, friends and family that are extremely protective over me. So they're really big, you know, because they see things that happen in the news. So they'll get on me about, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I'm like, look now, I've been through some, some things. Given that I've been through those things, I have rules and I make sure to try to put myself in situations where I know I can at least have some control. Because at the end of the day, you don't have total control over anything. All right? You don't. No one has total control over anything because other people, there's other variables involved. Right? And sometimes those things are very unpredictable. Right? So you can control only so much, but you can't control it all. Right? And so it's the same thing when it comes to dealing with, with people, right? Yeah, I know what places I can go to because I know, like, oh, I can avoid. If this was to happen, then I then I know what to do. If this was to happen, I know what to do. But, again, sometimes things is very unpredictable. And, hey, sometimes there's wild cards, right? <laughs> there's wild cards. Some things we just can't control, right? But, again, when you reflect back on certain things, you know, and, and, um, and I'm going to use this example before I go ahead and get off with you guys today. It, if you can sit and have a conversation with someone that was in the military, do so, do so. Right. Because look at certain situations, like look at some, some retired veterans, um, with PTSD that went to war, right? Have conversations with them. Mind blowing, right? Based off Hollywood, you know, Hollywood will, will put it as, you know, the, the one who went to war, he has PTSD. He comes back home and he hears a firecracker and he starts ducking, right? It's, it's those, it's those things, right? Now I'm not saying (laughs) that, what we do as normal civilians, you know, go through, but the, the lesson that is there, right? They've already been through, through a situation that is very similar. So they know how to protect themselves, right? They know what to do. They know the protocol, right? It's the same thing with us, right? You've been through certain situations. So now you know how to maneuver, you know, how to avoid a situation, you know, how to get out of a situation, you know, so on and so forth. All right. 
So those are things to think about, but definitely, again, the other message in this whole entire podcast is start having conversations with people with different backgrounds, right? Because that also will help you, right? It's like off of Alice in Wonderland, right? Alice was talking to many different people on her journey, right? And some were speaking in riddles, some were not, you know, and they were ultimately helping her and it wasn't making sense at first and then it made sense down the line. Same thing, you guys. All right. (laughs) So I thank you guys for tuning in. I thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Right. Please let me know your give me your opinions, right? I love I love when you guys message me on Instagram and and share your opinions with me. I love when you guys, you know, comment on my TikTok videos sharing your opinions with me. I truly 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 appreciate it, right? It really does mean a lot to me. Um and if you don't have me on social media, my name is Divine Priestess. I am on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, YouTube, you know, which still trying to formulate exactly what all to put on YouTube, you know, um, and I'll go ahead and spell it out for you guys. But I mean, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, divine priestess shows up on your screen, but I'm gonna go ahead and and spell it out for you guys. It's D I B I N E P R I E S T E S S divine priestess. Okay, Divine Priestess. Please share this podcast, you know, with your friends, with your family. Share it with strangers. You know, just share it, right? Airdrop it to people when you're out in public. Like, hey, listen, listen to this podcast. This is really good. It's really helpful, right? Especially what I what I love is, is that this podcast... And it's always funny because people will tell me, oh, well, when are you going to talk about spiritual stuff? Sweetheart, I talk about spiritual stuff all the time on the podcast, right? It's it's just, you got to remove that, that blinder, right? Just because it's covered in gold, don't make it gold, right? So when people are promoting something to be spiritual, where's the substance, you know, it's basically you eating junk food, sweetheart. Over here, you eating soul food, right? I don't need to, you know, tell you it's spiritual. I don't need to tell you this is food for you to eat. Like, this is, you know, this is not that lollipop stuff, okay? This is stuff that is truly to help you recognize that everything around you is spiritual. That all has a spiritual connection, okay? Especially because the reason why I don't, listed solely as a spiritual thing is because this is inclusive you know this is inclusive everyone can take something from this right and spirituality to some group of people you know they view it in a in a certain light and this is a way to show them like hey this is this is what it is <laughs> right We are not much different, okay? So, again, thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And, yeah, we will be back next Monday.